Are you a healthcare organization struggling to achieve success? What if I told you that success not only depends on strategy, but also on the right mindset? At the Mindset Gap, their team of seasoned consultants understand the critical role mindset plays in achieving organizational excellence by empowering your workforce to think innovatively, embrace change, and adapt to new challenges. So imagine your workplace, one where your employees and patients thrive, where creativity and productivity go hand in hand, and where obstacles become opportunities. Don't let your organization fall into the mindset gap. Take the first step towards unlocking your potential today and email assist at themindsetgap.com with the referral code GENCAN20 to schedule a consultation. Welcome to the Healthcare Provider Happy Hour. This is a safe space where we invite healthcare providers to unapologetically be themselves after the working day. My name is Jennifer George, and each week I will connect you with guests and stories that will help transform your stress to success and fulfillment. Are you with me? Grab your drink of choice and let's chat. Hey everyone, welcome to the Healthcare Provider Happy Hour. I'm your host, Jennifer George, and I'm joining you this evening with a cup of tea. I want to chat with you today a little bit about goal-directed treatment intervention. And I'll give you a bit of backstory here. When I was in school, what I remember learning and when I first started practicing was that there was kind of an order to implementing treatment approaches based on your objective assessment, essentially, and looking at your joints, looking at neurological signs, looking at strength and range of motion. And if those things were kind of out of whack, or there were inflammatory signs still present, that that's what you focused on before you proceeded onto anything else that was more functionally driven. And I basically adopted this philosophy when I first started practicing. And what I was finding was that while that makes sense, and while it's evidence-based or evidence-informed, whatever, that it wasn't always working. And oftentimes it wasn't working. And it wasn't working particularly with patients who had had chronic illnesses or chronic or persistent pain. And what I found was by chasing that pain complaint was that people would cycle through it over and over and eventually get lost in it. And so at one point in my practice, after doing my own research and taking other courses, I realized that at the core of it all, what patients are really saying is that they can't be independent in some way, shape or form related to this concern. So for example, someone who can't raise their arm up a past 90 degrees, let's say of shoulder flexion, is basically saying, I can't wash my hair, I can't comb my hair, and it's affecting my day-to-day living, right? It's making those things really challenging. It's a loss of independence 
on a functional scale. And so when I started to focus on that more, and that only came also with strengthening the therapeutic rapport and understanding the narrative and the full story, only then did I start to begin my treatments actually with that functional goal in mind. Okay, so for instance, now with where I'm at, and I've been at the hospital now for seven years, more than seven years, actually. And what I've found is by focusing on the movement desired, or the level of independence that's desired by focusing on that in some way, shape or form and implementing that as soon as possible, was actually way more beneficial than, for example, icing a knee joint that's inflamed, and hoping that that will allow somebody to regain their function. So it's likely a combination of both, but I will say that I'm more strongly on the movement side and the functional side than I am on the inflammatory management side or even the subjective complaint of pain side. Okay. So by doing that, what I found is that patients tend to do a lot better. They tend to show their potential a lot more early on. And their pain also ends up improving when you focus on function rather than just pain itself. And this is something, this is a dialogue that we're having during this time as well. But what I'm trying to tell you is try not to get so caught up in just the subjective complaint of what the injury might be and rather dig deeper as to what that really means, what are patients really saying. And what you'll come to find is, is it's usually related to a loss of independence. So if you can start directing the treatment around that in a safe way, of course, then that's what will not only improve their outlook, but also improve their function overall, because you'll be working on this from the beginning. So they'll have a lot more time and repetition and practice and ability to get back to what really matters. You know, I'll never forget a few years ago when a therapist approached me in the rehab space and said, kind of like, I don't understand how you just get people up, right? How you just get people up. And I said, well, I was kind of baffled by that. I didn't know how to really answer. And I said, well, what do you mean? <laughs> like, what do you mean you don't understand? Because I don't understand what you mean. And I thought it was kind of interesting because they came more from the philosophy of, like I mentioned early, that orderly fashion, like I was taught in school, where you focus more on calming the inflammatory system in the joint and improving range and improving strength so that people have enough strength and range and balance to then stand up. Where for me, it's the opposite. I tend to work backwards, I guess you can say that way. And she really appreciated the approach that I had and was just more asking about it and where that comes from. And so I explained basically what I'm explaining now, because in reality, a lot of times patients who come to me come at a level of independence prior to this injury where they were walking, they might have been working, they were driving, they were socializing. So for them to be up on their feet is really not that foreign. So the sooner we can get to that, in my opinion, the better, because not only will it calm the nervous system down, it will minimize fear over time, but also it'll allow us to restore what was once a normal movement pattern for them. So it's really important to consider the full picture. And when I say to consider your patient as a whole, and this was something I explained as well, is I'm not just looking at the physical whole of my patient. I'm looking at 
the story. I'm looking at the narrative. I'm looking at what matters to them. And that's where I'm directing their time, their energy, and their focus. If we focus on everything, we accomplish nothing. And we just end up spiraling in a circle. We get stuck in it and we get lost in it. But if you could focus on the one thing that really matters and center your approach around that, you will see, and I'm not joking, you will see people just come out of nowhere and things just starting to click again. And at this point in my career, I've had some experience and I can sense when this is going to happen. And I can say it with confidence to my patients that it will just, it'll come together. And you may not feel comfortable as I do in doing that. And that's okay. But I'm just saying that because I've been doing this for so long, and so often that I'm at a point in my career where I feel pretty safe saying that, and oftentimes have been accurate. So don't negate or get caught up necessarily in the isolated stuff in the stuff that doesn't really bring the full picture together. You want to bring the whole picture together. And you want to focus on what matters most to your patients. And you want to center your treatment around that. Sure, they have to strengthen. Sure, they have to work on balance in between all that. But the sooner you can get them closer to that movement that they're desiring, that they need, that means everything to their independence, the more satisfied they will be, the more optimistic they will be, the more willingness will be there for them to participate in your care. And I believe the sooner you will get them to that level of function, even if it's at a modified level of some sort. So trust me on this one. If you want to chat more about this, just hit me up on Instagram. My handle's at best obsessed with Jen. This is also a chapter you can take out of my book, Communication is Care, on focusing on solutions, not barriers. So in other words, being a solution-oriented provider who looks for those windows of opportunity where you can bring your patient to as close to their desired level of function and independence as possible and working on that as soon as possible. It really comes down to the therapeutic report, really comes down to listening to the full story and then reminding patients of who they were and what they were capable of just moments before this happened, right? Because that it's really important to understand that that's not necessarily gone, but that we just might need to reconnect things again and retrain the nervous system and retrain the mind and body connection again. Let me know what you think. If you want to get a hold of me, like I said, my handle is at best obsessed with Jen on Instagram. That's usually where I'm most present. But you can reach out to me at my website, jennifergeorge.co. I do send out weekly newsletters every Tuesday morning. Our community is growing. If you would like to be a part of it, if you would like to hear from me more so in written form, just go to the website and you can sign up there or just reach out to me and I'll add you to my email list. Another thing coming down the pipeline is I am working on communication courses, learnings, teachings, webinars. I'm kind of bringing that all together to do some live training. So that's coming down the pipeline and offering this at a corporate level to your organization, your healthcare team, your school, your class, whoever it might be. So simply reach out to me about that as well. And we can chat more. And until we chat next time, remember to stay well and stay happy. So if you guys like this podcast, please subscribe and leave an honest review. Your feedback means everything to me. Your reviews are what moves this podcast forward, and I always appreciate receiving them. 
If you want to get a hold of me directly, reach out to me on social media. My handles are in the show notes. And you can always subscribe to my weekly newsletters at jennifergeorge.co so that we can stay connected. So until next time, thank you guys so much again for your ongoing support.